game day. A day where great food, friends, and family always come together. And bringing people together is what Harris Teeter is all about. We make sure you have the best and most delicious game day foods. Whether you're heading to the stadium or making your own tailgate at home, Harris Teeter is always game day ready. And you can save big on your game day celebration just by joining EVIC. Sign up today and save hundreds of dollars per month on the items you love most. Harris Teeter, let's game day together. The traditional medical system doesn't allow doctors the necessary time to spend with each patient. And that's not the way it should be. At PartnerMD, you'll have the one-on-one -on -one time you need with your doctor. PartnerMD provides individualized care, medically advanced testing, and 24-7 access to care at a cost that's lower than you might think. Maybe it's time for a new tradition. PartnerMD. It's better health care for an even better you. Visit PartnerMD.com. You're listening to The Mindful Rockstar Show by Music's Metaphor. Welcome to the Mindful Rockstar Show, a podcast for music lovers who care about their mental health. I'm your host, Alicia, but you can call me Al. And on this show, I talk with independent artists about their music and what they do for their mental health. It's through music we can have these vulnerable conversations and break down the stigma. And on that note, have you been feeling down or not feeling good enough lately? Feeling lonely? and unloved by the people in your life? I'm there with you. Know that you are enough, you are loved, and that you matter, because you do. And I want you to repeat these things to yourself until you truly believe them. Today, I'm glad to share an interview with the punk rock band, Those Damn Kids. These guys were who I seriously enjoyed speaking with them. They shared their very personal mental health struggles with addiction and how they check in with each other and encourage each other. Also, these guys are doing some pretty amazing things to help others through their music. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope it warms your heart and makes you feel less alone like it did for me. All right. Today we have an interview with those damn kids and they're also joined with their manager, manager man, Ian Cairo. Those oh. damn kids are an alternative rock band hailing from the beautifully chaotic Pacific Northwest. TDK was founded in Spokane, Washington by Maticus Bridges and Sky the Guitar Guy, later hey. joined by Eli Kerr on bass and Devin Butler on drums. Those damn kids seek to open the doors of perception by tuning into not only the music, but the reflection of self. Also, the punk rock band performed at Music's Metaphor's first annual Lonely Souls virtual festival last year in October. So thank you all so much for being here. I'm very excited to speak with you tonight. Well, thanks for having us, man. Yeah, for real. Thank you for having us. And thank you for putting us on that festival. It was awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> I was glad really to fun. have, yeah, glad to have variety too. People from outside California as well. Oh, yeah, oh, that, was, yeah, that was pretty cool too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have to do it in person, um, maybe this year or another year, so we can get the full hard rock like version. Yeah. Uh, 
I smell leaks in the trap. <laughs> it stinks. Just trying to throw it out there, like you know. And be sick. I mean, we're down. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> chance. He's yeah. saying there's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I mean, I'll just I'll just keep throwing that out there. We'll see what we can do. So I thought it'd be yeah. good to get acquainted and just hear how y'all got your start in your music individually, and then how did the band form? See, Maddie was like, uh, he would buy cigarettes for me in high school, <laughs> and we would always talk about music. Uh, you know, like Alice in Chains, Nirvana type shit, and. I would do demos on GarageBand on my iPhone. Be like, hey, man, listen to my music. Let's start a band. Three years later, like nothing ever happened. But we got back together and it, the ball started rolling. We built off a passion. Next thing we know, we're like, we should play the pin. Okay, now let's start a festival. Now let's go on tour, you know. It just keeps going. I weirdly got my start in, in Vegas because that's where I used to live and stuff. I used to like... I used to play for a lot of metal bands, but like, I also like, was it like serious about it? And until I got serious about one band in particular and they kicked me out and t basically told me that like, I would never be a performer or anything. And it was really sad, but at the same time, like as soon as like, like he was talking about, we decided to like form a band and stuff like that. I used to play drums for it. Actually. We used to, uh, I used to play drums for us before we used to be a two-piece or it was just me and sky yeah and we go on guitar and and the drums. <laughs> yeah. yeah and we go out there and just do it and there was a there was a moment where it just i felt like i didn't have enough energy you know and so we found our our last drummer that we had before we found Devin, and uh that was kind of what we realized oh wow let's put me on the front you know and uh sky ended up pulling me aside one day goes this no you you're a front man you need to be the front man and shit, 100%. You know? was, and so i guess history from there is just kind of one of those things where it was like i did i kind of like got pushed into it not like pushed into it i always knew i wanted to be a singer but i don't think i like connected it you know like i don't think it was one of those things i first thought of we actually used to argue in the car over who should be the singer <laughs> mm -hmm. he used to argue on who was more frontman material it's like well you're pretty you got the long hair it's like yeah but you could sing you're loud and i was like yeah but you know like we go through different th stages and all that of what, what it should be and who should be what yeah, we've also gone like through different stages on like we're always like Let's let's we want to be indie, we want to be psychedelic, and then out of nowhere we just All drops right. up like daddy's girl, you know. We're like, okay, like complete opposite row, but it also just shows like where the variation of different artistry comes from because all of us, all of us, and each one of us have a different like like main genre that we like go towards. And it, I think that's what I've always been an advocate, but I feel like that's a huge reason to why our variation just you know sprawls around the spectrum because of the fact that like you know, he was very grunge based. I was very post hardcore based. Eli was very death metal based, and Devin's very everywhere based. Really, oh yeah. <laughs> King Gizzard and the Lizard. I haven't really been name. able to put a finger on where he King goes. Giz, but... bro. Yeah, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Um, I I heard like the gritty grunge, you know, feel in um, Daddy's Girl. I was listening to that earlier today. Um, and I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, this is awesome. Much respect. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, you know, and I think, uh, Madica, you bring like a lot of energy, um, you know, and that kind of thing. And that, you know, I'm sure you'd be hyping up the crown. Do y'all do like mosh pits and like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And... We're big about it. Our All biggest, right. or not like our biggest show, but one of our showcases that like really started propelling us, <laughs> we had, uh, <clears throat> two walls of deaths and a circle pit or two circle pits going on. And it was crazy. It was a really small venue, 
but it was big enough to the point where they were able to form that. And it was like watching that was nuts. Then when we did the festival, watching like the giant circle pit break out, that was like, Oh God, wow. Holy crap. You know, it just got me excited. Like I'm at that point where I'm aiming for all the palooza, you know, where I'm just ready to sit on that stage and stare at the fucking crowd and be like, Oh, you guys ain't moving fast enough. You know, (laughs) I'll get to the point where I literally sit, I've sat on the stage, like pouted and be like, I, I continue with the song until you guys start moving. Like, (laughs) like I refuse. (laughs) When I say jump, you say how high. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if there's one thing that I've learned in the almost coming up on a year managing these boys is the fact that they always bring it. (laughs) Just like it doesn't matter what's going on the day of or the day before or right before they take stage, just gets left there and Mm -hmm. gets all out. And they just turn on turn on that charm. Yep. So how did you find them? Well, me and Maticus, we were best friends in high school. And then he moved up to Washington, and when we linked back up again a little <laughs> while afterwards, and you were talking about the band, and then last year they came to me and asked me if I wanted to be their manager, and I was just like, hey, I'll, I'll take care of you boys. <laughs> well, let's be, let's be real how that started, okay? So I used to joke with him all the time. He'd always be like, yo, have you tried this place? Have you tried this place? Have you done this place? Have you done that? And I'm always like, man, why don't you just manage us? He's like, ah, no, nah, I don't got time for that shit. Then one day he hits me up with, well, this place watch you, this place watch you, this place watch you. And I'm like, so you're my manager, huh? And he goes, yeah, I guess I'm your manager, man. <laughs> and the next thing we know, we were talking with Devin and Devin comes at us. He's like, you want to start a festival? And I'm like, I know the people. <laughs> so, and the rest was history. <laughs> that's Truly. awesome. Oh, that's it's really cool. Fast. Like the, the festival thing, like that was in May. So, I mean, if you think about it, there really hasn't been that much time that's gone by either. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, the, it really kind of illustrates how, you know, things can go from, you know, very quiet, very slow to it's like almost too much to handle, like in the snap of a finger. For me, I it say, was like, I, I woke up from a drunk on the nail, buddy. one day and it was like, all right, we're starting a festival. All right, let's find the venue. Okay, now we got the bands. All right, now we're taking stage, you know? I was just so quick. I was just explaining to Ian the other night. I was like, bro, I literally went from like, I've I've been so jet lagged since October. It feels like one week I'm with my screaming children and the next week I'm screaming and I'm belligerent (laughs) and both equal lack of sleep. So, so your festival that you started, that, that came from a really deep place though. Can you explain a little bit more about that? And you know, the cause that you raised for it and everything you were trying to do with that. From last that year we did a uh, kidney cancer research and this year we're doing, um, we're tackling two causes. Um, uh, one that, well, they both affect us personally and that's Alzheimer's and epilepsy and to raise awareness and try and raise money for research on those, um, along with a great night for everyone to come around and just experience positive vibes, great times. That's what this festival is about. It's all love. Yeah. And and, I think that's why we started it. And, you know, another thing I just wanted to add was, uh, you know, the, one of the big motivations for, you know, kind of randomly doing this thing and, you know, hitting up, those damn kids band page because I just was a fan of their set uh, when I, we played a mutual show back in 2020 and the getting back to what I was saying, um, 
the the biggest motivation or one of the biggest motivations for me too was kind of getting some of the bands that you know maybe you didn't see around as much or didn't seem as represented or Mm -hmm. you know weren't kind of in the mix of the scene at least that i knew from playing in other bands and or uh, just deserve the push even too yeah yeah yeah, exactly and i think that we did a really good job with that i've heard people comment how you know the lineup was surprisingly different but also really good too and you know that's always a huge accomplishment because i feel like in any city in america there's going to be a prevailing a prevailing scene or um you know the kind of the regulars that you see play everywhere and that's perfectly fine i mean i have no problem with that whatsoever but as far as a festival especially at the location i feel like if someone looked at that you know looked at that flyer and said or, you know, and, you know, was looking to go to a festival, they'd say, wow, I don't see any of these bands play there ever. So that was, um, that was a huge part of it. Put them on the spot. We always try to showcase local talent. The kidney cancer research thing too. That was a really last minute thing. So like uh, Ian personally, you know, he, he, he went through something really traumatic with that when it came down to it with the, with the family member. And Devin also brought up that he also uh, experienced something like that too. And so it became one of those things where the wheels just started turning. We, you know, like we're, one thing we've always been really good at is like we give you a lot of shit, you know, especially being in a punk band, being in a road, you know, four guys in one car. That's never a recipe for a great, great freaking time. <laughs> but what I, can, what I can say is that one thing is for sure is that as soon as sick hits the fan, you know, we're all it's right there. It's family. It's straight right to it. And I think as soon as that, you know, that hit, we knew, we knew that this festival was going to be bigger than just the artists. It was going to be bigger than just the music. It was going to be about the people and about making this a safe haven and stuff like that. Uh, I grew up obsessing over work tour and Kevin Lyman and his work and praise that guy. First off, I love him. And uh, I maybe I don't know anything about his personal life. I don't know if he's a bad guy or a good guy, but I do know he put on a kick ass festival. But what I will say is, is that I looked up to that so tough and we always talked about wanting to start one. And when Dev came through and was like, yo, let's start a festival. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, all the pieces fell into line. And now we're even talking about, uh Oh, is that another leak? I smell a roadside show. You know what I mean? But we don't, again, it's in the mix. We don't know. It's, it's one of those oh. things that we're always, we're always taking a dead chicken and throwing it at the wall, trying to figure <laughs> out the ideas, you know, like just, you have all- to. Yeah. <laughs> I really commend and respect y'all for doing. I think that's really awesome to first be highlighting other bands focused on showing other acts and everything and not focus, you know, you're focused on community and not so much competition. Um, And I love that. And especially you're raising money, raising awareness for these causes that really mean a lot to, I really, I really respect y'all for that. And I think that's amazing work that you're doing. Um, And I'm really happy that Mellow Knights was able to play last year as well. That was was awesome. Those those guys are so awesome. They were great. (laughs) The, the guys in Mellow Nights are seriously just some dedicated guys to their craft. Mm. And like they came all the way up to Idaho from Orange County. And we just yeah. couldn't be more stoked to have them come on to the festival last year. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They loved it. They sold out of their merch. They're so excited. <laughs> little birdie awesome. Oh, yeah. I said, little, little, uh, little Birdie told me that they might be... Uh, 
in this area kind of around the time that we're going to be doing the festival too. So, I mean, those dudes are a class (laughs) act. I mean, if they wanted to come back, I'd totally be down with it. Me too. There's, you know, when I had my daughter, uh, Lewis, uh, he's really quick about it. He was like, you good? How you doing? How's your mentally? How, you know, like he was oh, really, he was good. like there. It was awesome. Yeah. So, you know, Mel and I, they're pretty cool. And yeah, uh, they both uh, know. Yeah. can't think of his, I think her name was Justina. She was really cool too. Uh, I, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. I got to look it up, but yeah, she was really, really cool. Uh, she was one of the, she was also one of the other performers, but we've kept, we've kept in contact with kind of a few of the uh, lineup from that list. So it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love that. Um, let's talk about mental health. What does mental health mean to you? Uh, that's a big one. Just mainly about the recognizing it, you know, like, like a big one for us has been alcoholism, honestly. And so, you know, it starts with, you don't even think that you're in a low place. You're just, it's another night we're partying, you know? But to be aware of that and to be aware of what you're doing and to come together as a group, be like, hey, we're not okay, but that's okay. We can work with this. We can make ourselves better. That's what we're trying to say with mental health. You know, like you're depressed. I'm depressed. Let's all work to at least find bliss in a moment, even if in the background, it's just noise. I think for myself, I mean, that's a huge, and, and, you know, he made a really good point about that because it is a very huge point. I think for myself that, you know, the, the huge reason why I wanted to jump on Lonely Fuss, you know, like I remember being really amped about it is because of the fact that we're not, we're not shy about being like, Hey, we're, we're not the happy, like we look happy on the surface, but we're not, you know, we're also like not, we're also really quick about being like, it's okay to be sad, but it's also okay. Like not okay. to Like let it take over you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so mental health, it's, it's kind of wild. Cause it's something that, you know, we've, we personally struggle with every day to the point. I mean, I could, I could count on my, on both hands, how many times we've, all of us have had a different episode with, you know, on tour in general, you know, whether it's, you know, but I think the big thing is that we're all really, really, really big about boosting each other up and saying, you're good. You're good. You know, like making sure that, you know that we're there and so you're being listened yeah, and to that brings you back to the point of all fests where it's all just love you know even if you don't love yourself at least yeah. in that yeah. point oh, yeah, down. Down. yeah the one thing i gotta oh. say mental health when i since i joined on as their manager the support that each of these guys gives each other it we really are like i know it's the cliches like, oh it's the band family but we are we're we are a family we all look out for each other when someone messages into the group chat that they're feeling off all of us just go in and start talking to them trying to figure it out and like even the fans you know like we'll we'll be on tour and people will come to us and you know thank us for putting on a great night for them and tell us what they're going through the the fans are part of the fam you know that's what we're about yeah I think, uh, you know, I think, you know, talking about mental health and all that, um, you know, one of the biggest things that people will tell you is that you need a support network and it, you know, when you're feeling alone, you know, even if you have some good people that you trust that you can go be around and maybe even still feel alone, but you at least got friends around and, 
I know with these dudes, you know, I could be in any, any mood, any way, shape or form. You know, I could be a complete train wreck, have everything wrong with my life that day. And I just know that if I go to any of these guys, it's not going to be like, a, you know, get the fuck over it. You know, that's life. Like, cause you know, they get it, you know, just as much as I, I'd like to think I get it when one of them's going through something, you know, it's definitely like a judgment free zone. And, you know, that's really important because I feel like talking about those things can be, I guess, off putting to some people, maybe some people don't quite relate or whatever, but I could hit up Ian or Maddie or Sky or Eli and be like, I'm having the most fucked up day and I'm going to tell you every single detail of it. And you know that they'll at least they'll at least listen to you. You know, it's yeah. like you don't always have a lot to say, but you know it's nice to have someone that listens, and it's nice to have people that you know you trust to be, I guess, vulnerable around. Yeah, for real. Like it's not it's not even just in the band, but like in our like whole friend group that this band's like surround. We all have a say. It's like it's better to drink with friends than to drink alone, because. Mm. You never know what's gonna happen, you know. And it, it, on, on that of the judge free zone, you know, Daddy's go for it. So that was a that was a song written towards myself. So a lot of people would, you know, look at it and be like, "Oh, you're you're just out here womanizing." No, I'm calling myself a little girl because my dad used to put me down and call me a little girl. Like, I, you know, so I I wrote it towards myself. And so in this band, we're very, very, very big about being transparent on how you're feeling and what's going on. And, you know, because you never know, you literally never know what one thing could say to somebody just set them up to the point where the whole life is just upside down, topsy turvy. And so, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's one thing I I pride myself on is this band is it's, it's family. It's, it's literally the classic Ohana. (laughs) (laughs) Ohana means family. They're all my Lilos were understitched. <laughs> oh, I, I love that you guys are each other's sounding board and that you guys can be there and even just listen and just be understanding and be compassionate. Um, you're correct, you know, everyone needs that in their life, and it can be very hard when you are experiencing something and you're sad and everyone has the right to feel those feelings, but you come to someone to share or to just get some kind of support and they just turn you away or don't care. And it, you're right. You know, Maddie, when you said, you know, anything that you say can completely just set somebody off. Cause you don't know what everyone's triggers are or Facts. what was said to them when they were young. Um, and so you saying something could just completely um, saying a certain word or saying a certain phrase. So um, I really love that y'all are there for each other, that you guys support each other. I think that's a powerful message for people to, to find that. Um, it's really sad, especially with all this, this continued COVID stuff that's going on. And a lot of people are very, very yeah. Yeah. lonely um, and are alone. And so I think um, having spaces and music, one of the most amazing things about is it can heal people. It brings people together with your festivals that you're doing that are kicking ass. You're bringing all these people together, um, you know, and they could have been having a shit week or they could have been having a terrible time. Um, And for that few hours in that day, they can just relax 
um, and just get out of that. And I really, I respect y'all for that. And I love it. I love it so much. I hopefully I can get out there to Washington and, and rock out with you. make me cry. I will see you in California because either way, I, yeah. I definitely want to go back. Yeah, same. <laughs> you have an open invitation to come over to Alt Fest. You don't even have to pay girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> that's Dang so dang. cool <coughs> all right um so before we wrap up i want to know what is one thing that you're most excited for this year and it could be music related it could be personal related any type of goals that you're working towards this year this year's packed well man. i I can't even put a finger on what's going on. I mean, I could start off with the fact that I'm getting married here in like not even less than 23 days. Woo! And then from that, we're writing an album. And then from that, it's just stacking, you know, like we, we, again, we throw those dead chickens at the wall just to come up with the ideas, man. We, we figure out what we can do and where we can go. And I think that stopping is not one of those options. I think Absolutely that, not. I think right that now, we're going to, we are a it. snowball. We're like in the middle of the hill. You can't stop that shit. You go in front of it and try and stop it. You're going to join that snowball. Basically be Indiana Jones at that point. <laughs> Indiana Jones, you better start running. <laughs> Everything yeah. I said and non-music related, I just feel like this year have a lot of change, a lot of positive change. And uh, I'm re- really looking forward to that. Uh just, um, I mean, you never know what you're going to get, but I mean, 2021 was wild. It was chaotic, but man, so much happened. And I think 2022, we could definitely top that personally and, and as a group. It's uh, I know it's what I'm looking forward to is just seeing where the band goes. Like these guys are fucking talented motherfuckers. They're always working their ass off. And I just, I'm just looking forward to see where they go this year because there's nowhere to go, but up for them. I'm proud of these guys and everything that they do and all the change that they're making. And with that being said, um, we're planning on having our album out uh, around springtime at least. So Um, that's what I'm excited for. Um, when I first started music, the coolest thing for me was to be able to hear myself played back to me. And I mean, that probably sounds selfish, but now I'm at a point where I want to be able to listen to my music and show it to others and have others connect to it. Um, I was having a conversation with my mom the other day, and I think what really sets us apart from a lot of acts is that our music and what we do has an impact with people. We connect with people. We're not just, you know, talking at you. We're trying to start a dialogue, a conversation. Yeah, shout out Mikey in San Francisco. Yeah, shout out Mikey. That dude, fucking beautiful motherfucker. Goes through a lot, but we all do. And we all did suicide that night because he heard us play. That was crazy. Like, he literally just, he walks up and goes, I was going to kill myself tonight, but I heard you guys. And I was like, holy shit. That was like, damn. (laughs) Damn. Next thing we know, we're partying with the motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Wow. You gotta make me yeah, cry man. with that one. <laughs> yeah, it made me cry, man. I sat in the hotel room. I mean, after our little South Park frenzy, but I, I sat in the hotel room like, geez, I still messes with me today. I still think about it. I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> Anytime yeah. y'all are feeling low or anything, like wondering it's if really you should push on, really, that's all you need right there. 
Really, absolutely, man. No yeah. judgment. <laughs> All right. Well, I love chatting with you. I hope to really to do this again. This was really awesome. Yeah, I always glad to meet you. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it was great to meet you. It was. This was. This is really cool. I really enjoyed this and hearing more about your story and why you do it. It's really powerful, and I can't wait to share this with everyone and for them to to connect with it and to follow you and to hear your music. So, where can they find uh-huh. you online? Everywhere. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> um, our <laughs> single "Daddy's Girl" is out everywhere. We're working on getting another one out within the next month or two. Okay. So uh, there will definitely be more to come. All right. If you want the old old, go to SoundCloud. If you want the old old old, back when it was just two piece, go to YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we oh, thank man. you for having us. By the way. You're yeah, welcome. for real. All yeah. right. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you Deuces. so much. <laughs> Bye. Gang, gang. Bye. <laughs> Woo. All right. One last thing before we go. Can I get a oh yeah? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for listening make sure to check out the show notes to learn more about those damn kids and the empire alt fest also make sure to share this episode with any music lover who needs to hear it and follow the mindful rockstar show and those damn kids on instagram hope you have a great week talk with you later bye Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.